Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and you've guessed it, this is where we talk about money. And it is my mission to empower you, to help you make the best financial decisions possible. Why? Because money is a tool, life is for living. Let's go. Good morning, good morning. It is another Monday morning, and it is another episode on the podcast. Welcome one and all. So today it's just going to be me, my docile tones, and I want to take this opportunity to speak about something that um, inspired me from the weekend. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I tend to use my Instagram to have conversations with followers so that they can ask me questions and it gives me the opportunity as well to kind of get a sense of the kind of things that people are struggling with or the kind of things that people want to know more about. And it informs a lot of my content, if I'm completely honest, on YouTube. But this past weekend, um, there seemed to be, what there were a couple of questions that stuck out to me. And I want to take this opportunity on this episode to speak to those things specifically, because we are in a time when these kind of um, schemes will be very attractive to people because of where we find ourselves. We're still being in lockdown with COVID, people still being unemployed, people still taking furlough, a cut in their pay. And so as always, it's only natural that we look towards things to potentially generate more money for us, to help us make our money work even more. And even more so with the potential news that negative interest rates are actually going to become a thing. So this is the topic today. It's all about how do we keep ourselves safe, 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 and how can we kind of identify whether what is being sold as gold is in fact just gold-plated nonsense, essentially, or not, and not even that, to be honest. Um, and that's why I want to focus the conversation today. I can't tell you that I've got all of the answers um, because in one of the exchanges on IGTV Live on Friday, no, Saturday evening, there was a real sense of something needs to be done, and I didn't quite know what needed to be done. So I'm going to talk through the two scenarios. So the first one is a measure that I got, and this is from a follower on Instagram, and he was saying that you were thankful that he saw and found uh, the YouTube channel, but he 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 felt as though that he wished that he had found it a week earlier because he had just lost six thousand pounds on forex trading with a particular company I will not name who they are, and he was saying, well, I'm a little confused. In hindsight, I realized that I didn't have enough information to be able to make that decision to invest with them or or to trade with them, because it's not really investing, to trade with them. And unfortunately, now that he knows that he didn't have enough information, he is now trying to seek out information so that he doesn't make those kind of mistakes again. And he also came across another company, which I've spoken about on the YouTube channel. Again, we will remain nameless who at this point in time are are trying to sell what they do to 16, 17-year-olds, which is, in my opinion, absolutely dangerous and completely illegal. And they're asking these 16, 17-year-olds to open accounts in their parents' name in order for them to be part of this scheme. Now, this is not uncommon. 
these are things that are prevalent right now because there are so many people who, like I've already alluded to, are seeking to get better returns for their money, are looking for ways to put some money to work for some returns. And unfortunately, there are some very intelligent but immoral people out there who are more than happy to take advantage of people's need and in some cases desperation for their own financial gain. And so when we look at the story of both of these, I guess I want to highlight, number one, my, my thoughts and hopefully give you something to think about as well. Because in this first instance where £6,000 has been lost, £6,000 is a lot of money to lose on, I would imagine, a promise that we can, we can trade the £6,000 for you and probably turn it into £8,000, £9,000 within you know maybe three or four days, depending on what, what it is that we trade. And again, if you don't have the information, you don't understand how trading works, you might believe that this is absolutely legit. However, if you do take some time to look at trading and you look at the dynamics of trading and the different things that you can trade, you then get to the point where you can start to ask some very important questions. And unfortunately, in this instance, this person didn't know the questions to ask. And I believe that's the first issue that we face. The fact that when these kind of propositions come across your, your table or your desk uh, as an opportunity, it's really important that we try to understand or at least know what kind of questions that we need to ask. Because these guys are silver-tongued salesmen, right? They will be able to, you know, wax lyrical about how they can make you so much money and examples of people who have made so much money in the past. And these things are all, in most cases, complete and utter fabrications, fallacies that they've created in order to give you the impression that if you don't take them up on their offer, that you're missing out. They are feeding into this FOMO dynamic, this fear of missing out. And as human beings, because money is such an emotional thing, and we know that we need money to survive, particularly now with furlough and the way things have been really, really difficult, that FOMO, that fear of missing out is more acute because people are taking pay cuts. You may not have a job. It may be the only money that you have and you're looking to try and get that money to work a little bit harder. So they're, they are preying on your most primal instincts for survival. And in doing so, making up things that in a, in a normal world, if you're thinking rationally, you would think that sounds too good to be true. But because there is this situation in the background, we're not really thinking rationally. We're not really thinking it through properly. We're not asking the questions that perhaps we should be asking or we, and I've seen this as a tactic that they do as well. They make you feel stupid for asking questions, right? And if, and if anyone you're speaking to guys is employing that kind of tactic, a tactic that prevents you from feeling comfortable asking legitimate questions, then that in itself should be a really big red flag and one that you should definitely take as a, as a warning note to run for the hills. So there's so much going on right now. And the second one that I had over the weekend was a little bit more, um, it touched me a little bit more. Not that the £6,000 loss 
wasn't bad. Trust me, £6,000 and losing that on trading because you've been promised the world is bad. But the second one really did get me. And this was uh, an instance where a follower's mother was offered an investment opportunity and the ask was for them to invest £1,000. And the promise was that you will be able to make a withdrawal of 23% every single month. Now, I do the maths on that, and I think 23% per month is quite a lot of money from £1,000. I don't know of any investment opportunity, any stock market, any stock, anything that is going to put out 23% on a monthly basis for a customer and particularly from investing £1,000. That means that over the 12-month period, you would have been able to take out £2,760, which is well, £1,760 more than you invested in the first place. And these guys are saying that you're going to get your capital back as well. The numbers do not add up. Now, I'm thinking about this from my own financial planning, financial literacy head, right? Been in the industry for such a long time. But here's the, the, the dynamic that exists in the general public. The follower's mother actually is considering this as a viable option, as something that seems realistic. Again, silver-tongued salesman promising beautiful things, preying on the need, the desperate need that people have to generate an income. And there's one thing that my follower said that really stuck out to me. And this is where I kind of got lost for answers. She said, maybe as a suggestion to me, it would be worthwhile creating some content or doing a seminar of some kind for people who are older, maybe in their 50s, in their 60s, who face retiring with no money who are desperate and seeking ways to maximize their income because they do not have adequate pension resources. And that almost broke my heart. And it immediately took me back to my dad. It immediately took me back to my dad, watching him panic at age 58, not having a pension, and knowing how much he was stressed out about how he was going to be able to keep the light on, how he was going to be able to pay bills, how he was going to survive. And I've shared this before, he died in his 70s, still working. And the minute she said this, I understood immediately that there needs to be something, but I don't necessarily have the answers or know exactly what to do. Because in this instance, she's being offered albeit a complete fallacy, a complete fabrication, a promise of £1,000 in exchange for the capital back after 12 months and a 23% per month return. And whilst those numbers are absolutely bonkers to the savvy listeners, for someone who may not have necessarily had any uh, experience of the investing world in any way, shape or form, they're not thinking about the mass and the numbers, whether they add up or not. 
they're simply thinking about the £230 per month and what it's going to do for them on a day-to-day basis. And therefore, that logic, therefore, that rational thought, that rational I don't even know what to call it. That rational train of thought just goes out the window because in the heat of the moment, in the presence of the existence of the situation, that £230 is what takes precedent. The idea of that £230 a month will pay for my food for maybe three, four weeks. And the sad thing is, Whilst I'm saying this is, this is going to be a scam, and I can almost guarantee it, I would put my car on it, I'll put my house on it, I can't actually offer her an alternative. Not for a thousand pounds. Not something that is going to give her a significant return on her money to help her in the immediate existence that she's experiencing. And that, for me, it breaks my heart and it makes me really, really sad. And I didn't know the answer to what the solution should be. What alternative do I give her? I can't give her one. And here lies a problem. I already talk about, you know, financial education and how important it is that we get started early. And thankfully, there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast, who watch me on YouTube, who follow me on on Instagram, who are getting this message now. They are actively taking an interest in maximizing their workplace pension contributions, maximizing their contributions to self-employed individuals. But there's already a generation of people out there who haven't planned, who aren't prepared, who are living with the real possibility that they haven't got enough in the pension pot to survive and they are looking at their options with not much hope and not really much of any kind of prospect. And that's really, really sad. And I, and I don't, I genuinely, genuinely, I don't know what to do or say or suggest for people facing those kind of options today. And as I've already alluded to, these silver, silver, silver tongued, and as I've already alluded to, these silver tongued salesmen are out there preying on people's need preying on people's desperation to enrich themselves and basically just rob the poor. And I don't really know what to do. I really, really don't. This is where you would hope that, you know, these kind of things hit the radar of the regulator. The regulator is notoriously slow. Um, One of the scam projects that I've been speaking about quite a bit on my YouTube um, is still operating, still going very, very strong, still enticing people in day after day, day after day. The regulator are aware of this. They've, they've been recorded, reported. They're not doing anything at all. So how do we protect people from these kind of schemes, these kind of financial products or services, if you can call them that even, that ultimately are going to hurt them and destroy their experiences of financial products and financial services and leave them out of pocket. How do we protect these people? 
I don't know. Now you can obviously, you know, place the argument that, well, every adult is responsible for their own financial decisions. And, you know, you can't govern, you can't uh, prevent people from making their own choices, which is absolutely true. However, it comes back to what I always say on this podcast, right? The fundamental information that we should know and should have received, we never received, particularly for people who are retiring right now that potentially don't have a lot of money in a pension, like my follower's mum, probably didn't receive any financial education in school, right? So where does it actually start? Well, like, where does it actually begin? Where do you start to inform people? And you can say, yeah, well, it's everybody's responsibility to go and find out their own, you know, their own information and, and make sure that they're okay with their own finances. Okay, well, you don't know what you don't know until you know you don't know it. Like the first message that I got, he lost £6,000. He did not know what he didn't know until he knew he didn't know it, at which point it's too late. So how do we remedy this? I, I honestly don't have the answer, guys. I don't. Um, I like to think that some of the work that I'm doing here goes towards this and helps with this a little bit, certainly with the young generation. But we've got a generation, a multitude of people right now who are already at the, the point of no return, where they are already reaping the rewards of not knowing. <sighs> And now they're getting to the point that they realize that they didn't know something and wish that they could do something different to make their situation better. It's like a, it's a lose-lose situation. There are no winners here. And it's frustrating. And the more I read and, and, and see these things going on, it just, it makes me feel really uneasy. And I, and, and ho and I just hope that things get, get noticed and changed moving forward, because I don't know that I have the answers to any of this aside from, you know, educating people, but education only goes so long. You can't, like I've said, you can't, you can't really tell someone don't go for a 23% uh, return, albeit that it could, that it is going to be a scam without offering them an alternative. All right, you're going to save them a thousand pounds, but that doesn't, that doesn't rectify or help with the fact that maybe they can't pay bills, maybe they can't keep the lights on, maybe they're struggling to put food on the table. It doesn't help with that. And it's heartbreaking, guys. I don't know. Um, I just wanted to have this conversation here on the podcast today uh, just to share my thoughts on this. I think if you have any family members that are in this position or maybe coming across all kinds of like investment opportunities, these silver-tongued salesmen, you know, and ironically, the lady who's been promised this 23% per, per month return, the company's in Singapore. I mean, that should be a red flag as it is. I mean, you'll send money to Singapore and never see that money again. But if you do know anybody who has been offered these kind of, uh, you know, investment opportunities or is in a position where they are struggling and they are looking for ways to boost their income to make sure that their money works a little bit harder for them and they're being offered stuff or they've come to you and they've told you that they've been offered stuff what do you think please point them in the, the direction of this episode
because I'd rather have people not lose money but still retain the little money that they do have. But unfortunately, these silver tongue salesmen don't care about that. They want that little bit of money that they have to enrich themselves. And guess what? People are falling for this hand over fist. One of the scams has gone from 20,000 uh, members in 2020 to over 200,000 members. It's a lot of money. People just throwing money into this scheme because it's easy money, passive income. And this is the dangerous message that exists out there. Passive income is supposed to be sexy, right? Is there ever really something that it can be truly classified as passive income? We've been sold this nonsense for way too long and it needs to stop because more people are getting hurt than are actually benefiting from any of these strategies that are being sold online. I literally had a consultation with somebody two weeks ago and the first question was, well, I would like to generate a thousand pounds worth of income per month, passive. And when I asked, how much money do you have to invest? 5,000 pounds. So how on earth are you going to generate 1,000 pounds per month? So 12,000 pounds per year from 5,000 pounds as an original investment. How? Who on earth spreads this absolute fucking nonsense? Who? Social media. And I don't blame people for, for believing this stuff. I don't. Because these shenanigans are perpetrated by absolute scoundrels who fake their social media presence, who fake their success, who have all the trimmings and what looks to be positive in terms of the ideal life, but it's all absolute nonsense. Or if they have managed to acquire that, they've managed to acquire it because they've scammed people and they've taken people's money. So again, if you do know anyone who's been offered this kind of stuff and they're unsure and they, they, or they want to go for it, but they've not really done any due diligence, please point them in the direction of this episode. I hope that it helps them think twice or at least reconsider. I can't, you know, I can't promise. And I, I've said this from the beginning. I do not have the answer to this. I really, really don't. But like I said, I would rather have people keep the little money that they do have than lose it to these absolute scoundrels. But there it is, guys. That's the episode for this week. I don't know. Let me know what you think. It's a difficult one. Um, I don't really know what to say, guys. But I hope you've enjoyed. And I hope that, you know, this has been thoughtful in some way, shape or form. I hope that maybe you've gained something from it and you'll pass this on to someone that you know. But guys, look, I just want to make sure that people are safe. That's my priority here. Um, this stuff has been around for way too many years. And... There are always different versions of this kind of stuff coming along into the markets with the times. They always have something new and shiny um, to, to sell. And you know, Bitcoin is a prime example of the vehicle that they're using now. But guys, let me know what you think of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found something from it. I hope you gained something from it, I should say. Sorry. Um, have an amazing week. I'm on an IG, so if you do want to speak to me there, drop me a message. And remember, money is a tool, life is for living. I'll catch you next week.